Get Up Nation. I hope you're enjoying the Get Up Nation podcast on www.anchor.fm. As a podcast host on over 20 platforms, I really enjoy how easy it is to use Anchor, how Anchor makes everything I need available in one place for free, accessible on your smartphone or desktop computer. Go to www.anchor.fm now. In case you didn't know, Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit each episode. If you're concerned about the distribution of your hard work, don't sweat it because Anchor takes care of that too. If you're considering becoming a podcaster, I would highly recommend Anchor as your choice to begin sharing your content with the world. My name is Ben Biddick, the creator and host of the Get Up Nation show and co-author of Get Up, The Art of Perseverance with former Major League Baseball player Adam Greenberg. Recently, I had the honor and privilege of speaking with Chief Jason King of the Darlington, Wisconsin Police Department. We discussed the importance and value of affordable mental health services and how people in southwestern Wisconsin can transform their mental health challenges during COVID-19 into opportunities of growth and connection. Chief King is part of the Behavioral Health Partnership, which is a group of actively concerned professional and citizens working to change how we respond to and prevent mental and behavioral health problems. We discuss the valuable information available at the Southwestern Wisconsin Network of Care for people in Southwestern Wisconsin who may be experiencing mental illness during COVID-19. Please check out the links below if you care about someone who is suffering during COVID-19. I am the police chief in Darlington. All right, and you have a concern here with people who may be facing mental health challenges during the COVID crisis. Certainly we're experiencing increased stress, increased anxiety as people deal with this new normal that we find ourselves in dealing with the pandemic. And you have a great resource for people to access if they are experiencing a mental health challenge. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. I sit on a committee that's been working on this issue actually for uh, quite some time, a few years now, and not just since COVID-19 popped up. It is something that we're concerned about. When I say something, I mean access to affordable mental health care in Southwest Wisconsin. So yeah, it's it's something that's kind of near and dear to my heart as a law enforcement officer, because we're the ones uh, as law enforcement officers who have to respond to reports of people who are in emergent need of, of mental health assistance. You know, maybe they're suicidal or thinking of committing suicide, or in some cases have actually died by suicide. So it's one of those things that as a law enforcement officer, I think it's important to uh, be aware of and be thinking about all the time. But now, especially with COVID-19, with everybody being locked down in their homes, with people experiencing financial loss, and and a host of other uh, issues that abound in our communities, anxiety levels are pretty high. Mm. And so people who already maybe had anxious tendencies, people who maybe already were struggling with anxiety disorders or depression or something, anything like that, now just have those issues magnified because of all the new stressors in their lives from COVID-19. So, so yeah, so we are trying to get the word out about a new local resource for people to, to use online. There's a lot of isolation also in rural communities where people don't necessarily live close together. There's a lot of distance between residences. And then to add to the isolation, we're, we're talking about social distancing. So that can also be a challenge. And, and, and so many farms are facing those financial stressors like you were talking about. It can be very stressful for families that have multiple generations that have lived on that farm, that have worked on it. And, and now we find ourselves increasingly isolated. Yes, you're right. Absolutely. 
uh, a lot of in the rural areas, a lot of the farmers and a lot of the businesses are are businesses and farms, if you will, that have been in a family for many, many years, decades, or even a century. So it's especially personal for them. And if if now they're facing the real possibility of having to close their doors because of what's going on, obviously it's going to cause concern for their mental health. And that would be anybody. I mean, the reality is that mental wellness is something that we all have to deal with. But uh, it, it just seems magnified right now with what you're talking about with all these people facing uncertain times. There can be times where there's a stigma involved in asking for help for mental health services. I'm a military veteran myself. One thing that I found is really a true act of strength is when you're overwhelmed by a mental health stressor to reach out for help at that time. And there's no shame in doing that. It doesn't mean you're weak. In fact, it means that it's a very strong attribute of yourself to reach out, become empowered, deal with what you're facing, develop resilience and, and overcome some of these challenges. Certainly that isolation can lead to some very lonely thoughts. And if we think in our minds that if we're just tough enough or we're just strong enough in some way, um, certainly these challenges, you know, sometimes we're not strong enough. And to take our own life or to not get help when we need it, that can really lead to some devastating realities in families. And so it is an act of strength to, in my opinion, to reach out for help, to get the help you need to deal with this. Because like you're saying, these are overwhelming stressors at times and it doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean that you're a failure if you are experiencing that. And in fact, it can lead us into a greater growth. It can lead us into greater connection. It can lead us into new uh, vocational opportunities that we may have not considered and it can help keep families together during challenging times. Absolutely. I guess I look at it and say that, of course, it doesn't mean you're weak. I think it means you're smart right. uh, when when people reach out for help, when they realize that, because the, re- the reality is that uh, the brain is a really complicated organ. <laughs> you know, it's not something that we all understand. It's not something that we can fix without some help or intervention. And so when somebody is experiencing anxiety or depression or post-traumatic stress or whatever the mental health concern might be, and they think that, well, just I'll just give it time and it'll go away, or I'll just pray it away or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, that's not entirely truthful. we gotta, we got to get help. Right. And, you know, I say to my religious friends who think that they can pray it away, I just say, hey, look, you know, uh, God put doctors on this planet for a reason. Mm-hmm. Go see one, right? Mm-hmm. And for those who just want to give it time, I encourage them to not do that because it's unlikely that these types of symptoms are just going to go away on their own. We want people to be smart and courageous enough to reach out and ask for help uh, because it's not something they can deal with on their own. Yeah, certainly we can take comfort in prayer and faith communities and church can be a very uh, strengthening part of our life. But at the same time, yeah, if, if there is something that could be helping us now, what's the risk in just actually checking it out, you know, and saying, well, what if I do need to go see a doctor and the doctor can help me with something? Well, maybe that's an answer to prayer in itself. Exactly. And, and the same, you're trying to give it time. Well, what if you're dealing with these symptoms that are kind of raising stress in your own family, etc.? What if you just would want to go see a therapist or a doctor and, and maybe you save yourself a year or two? of suffering or, or stressing um, others in, in your intimate circle. And, you know, what if there's an answer now? The worst thing that can happen is you can go and, and check it out and maybe you don't find the answer you're immediately looking for, but maybe you do. And maybe you save yourself two or three years of time. Yeah, and a lot of people are surprised to find out that the insurance they have, the health insurance they have actually covers 
mental health as well. Lo and behold, they can actually go and see a therapist in the region and it ends up not costing them anything because they didn't, it's on their insurance and they didn't even realize that. So right. I really think people got to take the time to look into it because uh, the brain is no different than any other part of the body. Yeah. It sometimes gets broken and needs fixed. It's no big deal. It's normal. A lot of people deal with it, but we got to deal with it. That's the point. That's right. You know, if somebody fell off their horse and broke their arm, we wouldn't just say, well, suck it up or give it time. We'd say, go get that bone, yeah. the bone fixed. Yeah. The, the nice thing about today, too, is that with the Internet, there's a ton of resources available to people right. that, you know, if they're not comfortable with opening up to somebody they know, uh, they can learn a lot by getting online because yeah. there's thousands of websites out there that are addressing these same issues we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so there's, I guess what I'm getting at is there's really just no excuse not to uh, look into this and make sure that one's mental health is, is every bit as stable as their physical health. So you've been a part of the Southwestern Wisconsin Be Behavioral Health Partnership. Looks like Grant, Green, Iowa, Lafayette, and Richland counties are involved in this. Can you share a little bit about the website? Yeah, there's a, a website that I'd like to refer people to uh, during COVID-19, and, and hopefully it'll catch on and be used frequently in the future too. But it's brand new, and it's a network of care website that basically – People can go on, and it has every resource imaginable available on there in our five-county region. Mm -hmm. So if somebody goes onto that website because they're looking for some help with anxiety, it'll tell them what they need to know and even link them to therapists in our five counties that deal with that. And the list goes on and on and on, but it's kind of a one-stop shop, if you will, for mental health in southwest Wisconsin. So we want people to know it's there, it's free to look at, and it will hopefully make it so that they realize that there's a lot of resources available right here in their own backyard and no reason not to take advantage of them. But that's part of the Southwest Wisconsin Behavioral Health Partnership, which is a partnership, like you said, of the five counties funded by the Medical College of Wisconsin, and it's being administered through Southwest CAP. So you know, all very familiar and reputable organizations in the state. A lot of good work being done by volunteers within those five counties to really heighten awareness uh, so we can combat that stigma and then to also increase access to care, the care that they need. Really applaud your work and being proactive on mental health. It helps a, a community thrive uh, even during these challenges and we find new strength by connecting with amazing people like yourself and the caring people who are part of this partnership who don't want to have anyone else lose their life to uh, suicide or uh, to lose moments of their life to suffering that doesn't need to happen if we just reached out for help. So I'm so happy that this, this group of people is here uh, supporting one another. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with the community about what's available to them or what you'd like them to know during COVID-19? Well, just I, I just can't stress enough that it's normal. Some people don't want to talk about this. This is an uncomfortable subject for them. But what's amazing and what I have found through my involvement in this, this group is that our own friends, neighbors, family members are all you know, suffering with some sort of mental health issue, or many, I should say, are. And we don't even realize that because we don't want to talk about it. We just need to get beyond that. I know when I shared my personal story of, of having been diagnosed with anxiety disorder, I was shocked to find the amount of people who said, oh my gosh, you do too? I was diagnosed five years ago or whatever. Right. And so what I've learned through my own personal experience is that it's normal, actually. Right. And, and we need to keep working towards having a conversation about it. It's no different than having 
we'll say, uh, diabetes or, right. or congestive heart failure or any other unfortunate disease. It's just if the brain is sick, get it looked at, get it fixed. It's yeah. as simple as that, I think. Once we take that approach to it, we really understand services that become available and, and things that we thought, things that we thought we would never be able to overcome suddenly become mm -hmm. things that we can deal with and that can heal our right. families and that can heal our bodies. That's one thing that I really like too. Even if people are not extremely familiar with technology and all of the video chats that are happening now and the technologies that's being used during COVID-19 for business, for interacting with one another. It's as easy as uh, logging on to your smartphone and setting an, an appointment up with a therapist who will meet you via the internet in your home. It's as easy today to, to set up uh, an appointment with a provider, a primary care provider or a mental health therapist. You can even do it in the comfort of your home during social isolation on COVID-19. Therapists are making themselves available via the internet and you could do it as simple as, as simple as accessing an app on your phone. So there is truly uh, no excuse at this point and, and there's a ton of people who are willing to reach out and help make it happen. I just appreciate your approach to this, Chief, and just applaud the people of these communities who are banding together to help each other get through a very challenging time. Well, thank you. We appreciate your taking the opportunity to visit with us about this and help us get the word out. Excellent. Thank you, Chief Jason King, for helping to remove the stigma associated with mental illness in Southwest Wisconsin in partnership with this amazing group of professionals and volunteers. On behalf of Get Up Nation and the Got Your Six Coffee Company, Navy veteran Eric Hadley and I are sending Chief King some Blue Line Got Your Six Coffee for all the officers in his organization there to enjoy. Keep up the great work. And if you are a person who is currently experiencing suicidal thoughts, please contact 911 or the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255.